And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, January 25th, and we are here to try to help you make the next best decision in your financial life doesn't have to be the best. You don't have to go back and correct everything that happened in the past. What's next for you? We are focused on the future. And that is why we encourage you to ask us your questions. No scolding, no judgments. I mean, judgments not of you, but sometimes of other people. Mark, was I too hard yesterday when I was the heat miser on our caller skips advisor? Really? You thought I came? I just, I had, I have this reaction when I hear that people have gotten advice that's, it's not like the worst advice in the world. It's just not the best advice. You know the difference, right? Like there are times you get advice about something and you say, oh, it's not going to hurt you. It's not what I would have liked. That's fine. I don't know. It just kind of bums me out sometimes because I feel like in a business of sort of financial professionals in general, What bums me out is that like, I just cannot bear the idea that there are some folks out there who can't quite see that they are so self-interested that they're not giving the best advice, you know? So that's what I I got bummed out. Anyway, if you missed that episode, go listen to it um, because today it's, we're starting brand new. It's It's a fresh day, Mark. I'm in a much better mood today, even though we're recording it on the exact same day. Let's move on. Darn it. If you've got a financial question, go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button. We'll get your note. Today, we're talking to John. John is on the line from Florida. And John was complaining to us that it was too cold. It was like 60. And so, you know, after Mark and I have been contending with wind chills of minus something or other, 
we don't have a lot of compassion, John. So welcome to the program and enjoy 60 because 80 is just around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, I think, uh, oh, actually, we have another cold front coming up uh, in the next couple of days. So maybe Do like- Do people get grouchy there when it's 60? I think people get happy. I've seen people like wearing their like winter jackets and their boots <laughs> and things like that. So I think people get a treat. That's great. All right. What brings you to our airwaves today? What can we do for you, sir? Yeah. So I've been listening for a while and um, I just kind of have some questions about uh, a new position that my wife has been offered. Mm-hmm. So it's with the uh, local county government. And they have two choices for retirement. So the first choice and it's sort of their standard choice is to go with a pension mm-hmm. with the Florida retirement system. And the second choice is to have a uh, 401k that has a 11% contribution. So like both of those sound pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like normally the pension sounds like a like sort of something that's very difficult to get and something that you want. But 11 percent also sounds really good. So I'm kind of don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, normally I love the whole pension because I love the guarantee and the employer is on the hook. However, I presume that this pension has some rules about how long you have to be there. Right. Give me the outline of what the pension is as you understand it. Yeah, so as I understand, you have to be there for at least eight years um, to be uh, vested for every year before uh, like normal retirement age, which I think they consider to be 62. Uh, if you take it earlier than that, you take a, like a percentage cut of like, I think it's 5% for every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the amount you get is based on a formula, you know, on your whatever you earn. And I think it's like 1.6% times the amount of years times whatever you earn. So. Okay. So pretty standard, but the the big thing is you've got to get to eight years as number one. And then the next big hurdle is you got to stay in that system long enough for it to make sense, right? So, you know, it's it's usually going to be once you get to that eight, it's probably another 12 years before you start getting like the good juicy part of this, right? Yeah. Um, has your wife ever worked in a county position or in some a municipal position before? No, she's actually kind of new to the workforce. She's only been working professionally for about a year. How she, old is she? Uh, she's 31. And how old are you? I'm 33. Uh, what do you do? What Are you are you employed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm an engineer. How much do you I, make? I uh, make about 108. 108? Yeah. You guys have kids? Uh, we have one two-year-old. So she's been at home doing the kid thing and you've been living okay on the 108,000 for the for the family? Uh yeah, yeah, we do well. So for the past year she's been working it's gotten a lot better even though she doesn't make a lot because she's kind of a social worker, but you know like that little like 40 grand a year definitely helps. Yeah, I bet. This job, what would the pay be? Uh, so it's uh, it's uh, twenty one dollars an hour, which I think is around forty two k a year. Do you think? I mean, you know your wife. Do you think she's the type who could stick with one place for a while? Because there is a great argument for staying in the system, but on the other hand, look, she's she's got this job. She can still make money. If she's the type of person who likes to move around a little bit, then I would be inclined to do the 401k because I don't want her to feel trapped in a place like she's just going to start this job like, oh, I hate this place. I don't want to do this. Right. And the 401k, you could 
rolled over to whatever the next job is, right? So there's amount of flexibility that is afforded with choosing the 401k option. But I bet if we were to run the numbers, okay, and we were to say, what happens for John and his wife if she stays at that job for 20 years, which would be better? I bet it's going to be the pension, not the 401k. So you have to kind of tell me what you think a little bit like, what's your wife like? For example, like she's a social worker. Maybe she would like to actually open her own practice someday. So tell me a little bit more about her. Like, what do you think is like her career trajectory? I think she has maybe ambitions of going to law school eventually. Whoa. Um, If she were to take the pension option, we wouldn't want to have that sort of to consider like losing that. Um, Yes. I mean, that's one thing. And Uh I mean, she's been working for a year and she's already found a new job. So, you know, she doesn't have a good track record. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't say don't have a good track record. Let's 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 use different words. Let's say, you know, she likes change. Yeah. Yeah. And also like they don't pay her very well. So hopefully in the future, if she found something that could pay what I right. I mean, but so here's the other thing. I don't know what kind of social work she does, but, you know, sometimes people like to stay in a municipal system, right? So you might say like, oh, I've got a county job. It's this. But actually, if I were to go work in a school system, I would be able to use that pension also and go to the next thing. But I think generally speaking, when I, I'm given these choices, as I said, usually the pension mathematically is the better option. But I think because she's early in her career, she doesn't know whether she's really going to stick around. It's not going to be huge money, especially right this second. I think I'm leaning towards a 401k. What do you have for retirement for your $108,000 earnings? Do you have a 401k? Yeah, yeah. I have a 401k that I contribute 6%, which is up to the employer match. And right now the balance is about 80k. Great. Uh, and it's in a it's one of those like target date funds. Mhm. Uh-huh. That's good. And do you do anything besides the 6% contribution in terms of your own retirement? Do you do a Roth? No, I don't. I um, I was kind of hoping to start, you know, contributing to those, mm-hmm. uh, making those accounts and contributing to them. My plan is to, once my kid grows out of daycare, sort of redirect that money to uh, retirement. Mm, that daycare. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> it is so ex- How much do you pay for daycare in Florida? Uh, we actually just got the um, like the yearly tax document yep. that they send out, and yep. last year it was about fourteen thousand five hundred. Oh. All right, so, but right now on the hundred eight plus your wife's forty, you're living okay, right? Things are you're doing fine, right? Yeah. And so now I want to know a little bit more, some other stuff about your financial life. For example, do you guys have an emergency reserve fund? Yeah, we have about uh, twenty five thousand. Um, Great. It was just maybe like six, like five months. Okay, good. How about debt? Any debt from school or anything that's floating around out there? Uh, I have student loans um, mm-hmm. and I have about 6000 left. Oh. Um, not that much. Um, you know, I'm kind of waiting to see if uh, Uncle Joe comes through. <laughs> <laughs> but if not, yeah, it's fine. You know, but- Paid off. It's totally doable. I need. Are you on the pause right now at zero percent? Yeah, yeah, I am, and I haven't been paying because you know I'm you know I pay a lot of attention to politics, and you know maybe uh, you maybe know, lucky. and also like you said, it's six thousand, so you could knock that off 
once. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. What about your wife? Any debt there? No, we paid for school um, all out of pocket when she was going. So. Okay. Where do you live? Um, you have a house? You have an apartment? You renting? What are you doing? Yeah. So we bought a house three months ago. Mm-hmm. And we actually got kind of lucky because it's a new house. When we went into contract with the builder, they priced it. Uh, with the uh, 2019 price. And oh. by the time they finished building it, the equity Dude, went way up. <laughs> this is great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So we bought it for like 400. Our neighbor just sold his, mm-hmm. we sold theirs for 550. So, wow. So yeah, we, yeah, we have like a hundred plus oh thousand in equity. Just moved there. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Good for you. Okay. So it's a, that's a lucky happenstance and the mortgage that's outstanding. What's the mortgage on it? Uh, about 375. Okay. And it's fixed rate. Yeah. Okay. Generally speaking, your basic outline of what you guys need to do is get through the daycare stuff. You've got the emergency reserve. You can pay off the debt. Even if Uncle Joe doesn't come through, I don't want you to, honestly, what is 6%, 5%? What's the note on that debt? It's multiple loans and they all have different rates. I think the highest one is uh, 4.5. Mark, can I just tell him to pay this off and not hope for the the buy Uncle Joe to come through? (laughs) (laughs) I I wouldn't pay 4.5% for that. But anyway, if it happens, it happens. Okay. But you got to pay that thing off. So you pay that off, right? You could just pay that off from the cash and then replenish your cash to get to your 25 or 30 grand. Mm-hmm. And then when daycare is done, then you are going to put that contribution level up to as much as you can swallow. And when I mean as much, it's probably given that that's $14,000 of daycare, right? The expenses. I think that you could go from 6% contribution. You'd probably be able to go. Uh, you know, basically to 20%, you'll be able to put in the $20,500 into the plan. Okay. Yeah. Just stop it off. And inside of the plan, you're in the target date fund. Do you have any index funds available to you in that plan? Honestly, I don't know. All right. um, Do me a favor. Send us a screenshot of the choices you have for your retirement plan. okay. Okay. We'll help you out. We can just like pick a few index funds for you. And then that's it. That's all you're going to do. I think she should pick the 401k. Mark, are you okay with the 401k for his wife? I'm leaning 401k right now. That's what I think you should do. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Yep. And then she has some flexibility. It's fine. Uh, Do you have any um, estate planning documents in place? You got wills. You have a power of attorney. You have a healthcare proxy. Uh, I don't. No. (laughs) So like, what do I do? Like, uh, do I, I just don't even know where to start. Okay. This is a an organization that has sponsored the show, but it's go to policygenius.com. Okay. They've sponsored our show. And the the woman who's the CEO has been on the show, but I have nothing in the bag for them. It's just that they actually have a module that will allow you to do estate planning. Okay. And the reason why it's probably perfect for you is because you have a very simple life. And so you can go through and all the different pieces of this, it will sort of walk you through the different aspects of what you need to think about. You need three documents. One is a will. 
One is a power of attorney, which basically just says, hey, if something happens to me, like honestly, if you got hit by a bus tomorrow and you were in the middle of trying to open up a 529 account for your kid or something that like your wife could sign this document on your behalf. And then a healthcare proxy, it's the same assignment, but it's for healthcare decisions. So a will, a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy, that's what you need. And I would start with policy genius because it's easy. They'll walk you through it and it's cheap. That's what I think. That's what I think you should try to do. Okay. I I will definitely do that. If you have any questions about your estate planning, your retirement planning, your getting your family started planning, all that stuff, new jobs, pension versus 401k, we'd love for you to give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button. And uh, just let us know what's going on and you can tell us whether you want to come on the air or not. While you're there, sign up for our free weekly newsletter and check out all the cool content that is on that brand new website. We thank you so much for listening and remind you to please do something nice for someone else today. Grit, growth, grace. We are so delighted you tune in to us daily and we thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.